0: So, today in this outline, uh, we're looking at the book of Habakkuk, a very short book, only a couple of chapters. And so, in some instances where we look at other books, there are hours worth you could fill as you research and go through the various parts of it. But Habakkuk in this short book will just be a short outline today, uh, but hopefully, you'll get something from it. You may have your own time to study it you may have done that as we've read through it in this bible in a year this may be a kind of brief introduction to wet your appetite and so maybe you will go away and do that as normal i'm using the esv study bible and the interpreter's bible uh, the esv study bible is one that you can buy in kind of any bookshop and you'll read a lot of what i will read to you um the interpreter's bible is a bit more um well You might not be able to get it in most places or want to get it, um, but it'll give you a little bit of a different outline to it as well. Um, So the ESV, when it talks about Habakkuk, says that little is known about this prophet Habakkuk. Uh, He was likely a contemporary of Zephaniah and Jeremiah, and that's the books that we're going through and possibly even of Ezekiel and Daniel. And that's why the chronological Bible places it in the midst of those. But none of those other prophets mention him by name. Uh, his name appears twice in his own book and so clearly is the main character of this very short book. God commands Habakkuk to record the vision in chapter 2 and possibly also wrote chapter 3. There's a bit about that. But in essence this this unusual prophetic book, it's one of the, the minor prophets in the Old Testament. One of those books that you'll probably not have read too often or it's not the first place you go to in your Bible. Much like many the the minor prophets in the Old Testament we tend to stick to the the bigger passages we don't tend to go to the book of Habakkuk and look at it but it has a lot to teach us. It's unusual because it's a prophetic book that never actually addresses the people of Judah directly but is this dialogue between the prophet and God. In the interpreters Bible it says uh, those chapters in the book of the twelve prophets which are ascribed to Habakkuk give a unified and artistic impression Chapter 1 asks why God governs the world in such a way as to permit violence, oppression and other forms of wrong to swallow up the righteous. Chapter 2 offers an answer to that question. And then chapter 3, in one of the highest flights of Old Testament poetry, declares that even in adversity the author finds the ready help and strength of God. Fidelity to him brings its own reward. Let material goods vanish, yet one of the most eloquent conjunctions in all literature it says in chapter 3 verse 18 yet I will rejoice in the Lord and as you read through it you'll see that section where it talks about all the things that might disappear or flee or go yet I will rejoice in the Lord so it gives us that look of at what is uh, often called theodicy this idea of uh, why do good things happen why do we uh, you know why do, does God allow these kind of things to happen in the in the world and um, interpreter's bible again talks it puts it in the form of uh, thus the sting is drawn from the disaster which overtakes judah when men realize that the power which seems so evil is an instrument by which the divine will to good is being accomplished in the material chapters one and two the fairness of god's government of the world is questioned in words which have become uh, very well known technically this problem is known as the problem of theodicy This idea of the kind of defense of God's goodness and the view of the evil that is around us in in the world. And I'm sure that you've asked that question before. Maybe you know people who have asked that question before. And here Habakkuk asks that question as well. But there is a purpose to it all. And just to run through some of the stuff that's in the ESV. And again, you can follow this along or get your own ESV or other study Bibles and it'll tell the same Uh, The the first two chapters are organised around Habakkuk's prayers uh, or complaints to God and the replies that God gives. Habakkuk saw the rapid progress of Judah's moral and spiritual deterioration and this kind of deeply troubled him. Yet God's response puzzled him even more. For how could a good and just God use a more wicked nation to punish a less wicked one? God makes it clear that both nations are to be judged and appropriately punished for their evil acts. Although Habakkuk may not fully understand, he has learned to rely totally on the wisdom and justice of God to bring about the proper resolution in ways he could never have imagined. This God is certainly worthy of Habakkuk's praise and worship, which is how the book ends. Uh, So it puts it in some key themes. God is just and merciful, even though his people may not always understand his ways. Wickedness will eventually be punished and the righteous will ultimately see God's justice. And that's a big part of chapter 2. And then God uses some wicked nations to punish other wicked nations, but ultimately God will judge all nations. And the ESV says that the key phrase, "But the righteous will live by his faith," summarizes the path of life God sets for His people, and is quoted three times in the New Testament: Romans one verse seventeen, Galatians three eleven, and Hebrews chapter ten verse thirty eight. Um, so it's this idea of God's preserving and purifying his people um, by using this other wicked nation which can seem difficult which can seem strange and unusual to us and Habakkuk still answer, asks those questions but in the end submits to the uh, the goodness, the just and the merciful God that he believes in um, The Interpreter's Bible puts it in a lovely way and the answer given in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 is that the just shall live by being faithful. This does not solve the problem, but it clearly is a part of the right response to it. Hold steady. Maintain integrity. Remember that the vision is hastening to its inevitable fulfilment and will not be late. In God's time, not man's, all is well and all will be well. Therefore be ready, be attentive, be on the watch for whatever the Lord chooses to reveal. Fidelity through good or ill until that time shall fully come is the mark of every just man. It may not go through verse by verse for you. It gives us a rough overview or outline of the book and some of the chapters and what they look at. Maybe you want to read it again. In light of that, maybe you have some questions or research that you want to do for yourself in the midst of that. Uh, But read through it and ask those same questions. And hopefully we pray that we come to the same response as Habakkuk did. That's another outline for us, the book of Habakkuk, and we'll move on to our next book. Grace and peace.